Welcome to This Old App, a podcast about learning, coding, smashing stuff together, breaking things apart, startups, failing, winning, and any other buzzwords we can think of. All right, so this uh, this week went to um, a retail facility maintenance conference, and it this has always been something that you and I have, have been pointing towards as a way to validate um, whether there's a market for for Chas- the Chasms app um, or not. Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I found a very I found very interesting results in the discussions. So, um, so it, essentially, what what I ended up doing was I was I ended up talking to five different firms. Um, these were companies that have technicians out in the field, um, ranging sizes from the same size I am to uh, 10 times our size as far yeah. as workload. So um, the way I'd start the conversation is I'd start with finding out how they manage their work orders because we all have the problem that we have to manage our work orders internally and then depending on the client, we have to work within that client's work order management system as well. And there yeah. are multiples of them. So we all have that problem. Um, talked to five different firms. I did not get the answer I expected. And what I got was each of the five firms has custom built their own work order management system. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they had, uh, whether somebody inside the company did it or whether they hired a developer to do it, they've got their own system. Now, if we look back at previous discussions you and I have had on this, there are literally hundreds of these work order management systems. Yeah. And yet all these companies chose to do it themselves. Um, and that, that just shocked me. I, it shocked me that the larger ones made that decision. Um, and I talked to two of the larger ones and, um, one of them was one that kind of grew, so I can I can understand how they got there. They they you know they started small and grew. Yeah. The other one's been big for a long time, so it, it, it's it. I was it. I, I can't put it any other way than I was surprised that every single one of them um, had their own system, which I don't know what that says for that that well, space. Um, it, what it tells me is that there may be room for a framework um, for that sort of thing. But that's not, that's not necessarily what we're discussing. We're discussing chasms, but um, what that, that's what I found. And I, I don't know if that surprises you, but. I mean, yes, but I'm not totally like the firms in your marketplace are not million dollar or they're not um they're none of them are billion dollar revenue right right most of them would you guess at most 10 million no um no because we're we're almost three to we're between two and three million a year depending on how the year's going 
Um, I would say the largest of them is probably in the 30, 40 million dollar range. Okay. Largest of the ones I talked to, I should say. I mean, my guess is that the majority of these companies started out as a family entity that was doing maintenance around town. Um, I I mean, this is a wild guess on this stuff, but everything they've done from a business perspective was they did it themselves and employing SaaS products was never really something like these are firms that maybe in the millions of dollars of management, but they're using either Excel spreadsheets for accounting or probably by now Quicken, but they're not using QuickBooks, yeah. Yeah, but they're not using necessarily some like SAP. Um, no. So, and then because when you start up a company that needs a work order type of deal, you have your, you create your own system on paper first and then you move it to probably a spreadsheet and then you move it into your own custom system and it just evolves into a Frankenstein most likely, unless you have a solid dev. And I mean, I, I feel like you're in the industry you're in with the, in this business is kind of ripe for do it yourself internal business practices. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. almost a do it yourself for the retailers in the sense of fix it, do it yourself. It, it kind is. Of deal. Yeah. And, and that that may be that may be the mindset. So I was coming in from it from the aspect that um, these aren't technology companies. These aren't technology people. These aren't technological people um, for the most part. Yeah. And yet they chose to build your own solution. Um, but your point of yes, but they are creators. Um, they, 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 they are of that creative mindset of how do I solve this problem? Um, yeah. That right there could be it. And the fact that it all starts on paper, the process all starts on paper evolved to an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and in fact, I talked to one of them that, that was in the booth next to ours and roughly our size. And she was talking about her whole process and, and their tool and she says, and we still we still pin work orders to the wall, paper to the wall, so that we can see the schedule on the wall. I, I have not given up paper yet for for scheduling people. So um, when these folks tell you they have their own system, it doesn't mean they have their own SaaS quality product. It just means that they track their orders the way they they all have they all have SaaSes, yes. They all have their own work order management system. Um, but is it any some good? Some of them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good for them, right? Um, nobody's convinced them that one of the ready-made ones was any better. And that's the same problem I had was there were others out there that were better quality than anything I could make, probably. So but didn't fit my process. So a project for me that's wrapping up is unrelated business they had an internal contract contract tracking system and they had it this way for 30 years 
And there was one person that's been in charge of this dang thing. And if you would have asked that person, what kind of system do you use for contract tracking? I think she would say, we got a good one. It's We built it in-house. If you ask the manager, he's like, well, we have one because when I ask her about contracts, I find out really quick what the answer is. But if she's on vacation, I look at that file. I don't know a dang thing about it. So I guess I'm not convinced that the systems that people are saying work well, work well for all the employees. It just works well for the manager at the top because he doesn't have to invest more money in it. But that doesn't mean that it's working efficiently. That there's not yeah. pain points. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so so how how all this relates to to chasms yeah. is we had built chasms to be a communication tool um, that the technicians in the field could send in a text message and it hit everybody in the office. Yeah. Um, that way there was no one to one communication. It was available to everyone. Yeah. Um, to uh, every single one of the companies I talked to already have something similar in place, Mm -hmm. except that it feeds their work order management system. So it doesn't go text to chat room. Mm -hmm. It goes text to work order system. So it, 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 they te- they they text things in and and I'll be clear not all of them were texting them some of them were using a mobile app yeah. and had no interest in actually texting things um, but at the end of the day all five of them had something built into their work order management system to where a technician could send in an update and it would hit the work order management system they could include pictures it would either set an alert or send an email to the person in charge of that work order. Um, so it, it, I tried to be as general as I could when I was talking about communications about, about trying to get them to rethink their communication strategy. Um, cause I talked to them about what they were doing with their work or management. I talked to them about communications. I'd pull out, um, I'd, I'd pull up my Slack and and I'd say, Hey, and this is what we're doing. We've got to where a technician can uh, send a text message to a single number and everybody in the office gets to see it. Everybody in the office gets those pictures. Those pictures get saved to, uh, to a file folder. Um, And all of them were like, yeah, but ours actually puts it in the work order, which is where it belongs anyway. Hmm. Um, That was, that was, that was the, repeated answer over and over is that that's cute, but it doesn't, it doesn't solve the problem, which is that information has got to be in the work order. We can't have it out out elsewhere. So they solved it, but in a different place. So that's not great news for, for chasms. Um, What I think it tells us is this may not be the market. It doesn't mean there's not a market. It means this may not be it. Um, or not. And not ta- at the, you and I have talked about. Or it may not be at that um, revenue level. Like those firms have the money to do it themselves. Like they built. Yeah, but they, these were firms that were even as small as we were. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so uh, you can't get much smaller. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, unless you've got a single person operation. So yeah, it's possible. It. I think if anything. If if I if I got any feeling and and had any thoughts and, and it's a dangerous road to go down I really don't want to go down that <laughs> but if I had any thoughts on it it was more there's probably a market for doing custom work order management systems for companies but it's a hard market to crack yeah. Um, cause you, you'd have to, you'd have to be hitting these people just as they're hitting that decision. Point. It's consulting. It's not um, a product. It's just consulting. Yeah. Yeah. It's consulting. Yeah. Unless you built a framework to where people could, could mold their processes around that framework. And, and that's just, I'm just not seeing it. Um, but we've talked about other, uh, other potential markets in the past. I think we, I think I mentioned, um, I think I brought up customer support um, so that if, if I call into to some to some customer support center, I can easily text a picture to them um, of of something going wrong. And then it goes into their system. Um, I don't I think we had another potential market and I don't remember what it was. Well, I mean. The. The idea of chasms is are there firms where you have a dispatch you have a dispatch agent type of setup operator contact operator agent yeah where you have a bank of phones and people text in and people are literally reading one phone at a time on your dispatch side so when they yeah. send out a text, not everyone sees it. When they read it, they have to read it alone. Like that is the question. Like there are plenty of broadcast text systems where people can subscribe to get text messages sent out. I saw a product launch in Kansas City just last week. And the idea is sure. subscribe to like get subscribers to so you can broadcast marketing messages. And I'm like, I worked for a company 10 years ago that was the master of this called Vibes Media. I don't know why you're, why a new product is being launched in this space. But right. there's a, there was some notion of demand for that on top of an existing one. We're talking about a group to like almost like one-on-one to, to a dispatch network like the idea is not to allow yeah. for broadcast messages to go out because it's not a marketing device. It's a, a workflow device. Right. And that's why, that's why I think customer supports a, a, an option, right? So I call up, uh, Acme systems. I say my widget's broken. Um, they asked me to send them a picture to the following text number. Yeah. And so I take a picture of my widget. I send it to that, text number and then it goes into their system so that that's that's that particular piece is where chasms can fit in is is that ability and and it's that ability to send a text message to a single number and it be dispatched to it be um sent to a group chat or or a system 
Um, yeah, so I like I think that the research you did is great. I think that the feedback you got speaks less so for the positive market or a good market for it in the sense that there are firms that are found their own way to do it. Um, at least in your space. I mean, I don't know what else, what other right. research you could do to, to find out from comparable firms that would pay a, a, a good sum of money for a system. If they're like, well, we just set up our own. Um, right. The, but uh, at the same time, I, the problem that you faced in your office and that we corrected, I feel like the, I'm not convinced yet that there's not a bunch of other companies doing it that old fangled way. I, I agree with that statement. I agree it's with that. Total, I just don't know. I, I'm not sure how to find them. It's, it's a total, um, it's a total because, gut check. It's a total like guess, which is sometimes yeah. what you got to do. Because, I mean, we use Transistor FM for our hosting of podcasts. They started six months ago, uh, maybe, you know, about a year and a half ago. And I could have chosen from five or six other hosting platforms at that time. Right. And they built a better product than what I was seeing for the other ones. So for me, the question is, not so I'm not like I'm starting to th to go down the path of saying or thinking is are we tr do we have to find a gap where there's no such app at all for this problem solution or do we find or do we build a better solution amongst the field of solutions right I mean Mark Thompson built a fitness app but like I have got three of them I, that I don't use on my phone. So and his, and honestly, his was the most focused one of all of them. Like he didn't do a billion features because he had limited resources. His actually right. works better than any of the others I was using because they just kept loading more features and it was just a mess to find out what I was supposed to do. So, I mean, the other part is too, um, as a, as a learning vehicle, I've learned view, I've learned TypeScript, I've learned Firebase. So building this app has been for me, a better learning tool than any of these other video tutorials and stuff that I could do. And it doesn't cost sure. a lot to run it. Um, like the hosting is pretty much free until we would have users that would at least cover their costs. So I'm not inclined to stop working on it, but I don't also have any idea how we get um, customers for it unless we just go out and start hitting the product hunt pavement type of thing. Like, hey, we've got this product. It allows, like, basically go out and target small businesses and industries that may have people in the field that report back. And like what I'm, what I'm hoping is that we would find companies like you talk to that built their own system, but never built 
the system that we did. Like it never went as far as they needed. Sure. Like, okay, so they, they can text in pictures of like to a work order, but what about the communications that go on on problems and avoiding phone? Like you want to avoid phone calls all the time. So, so the question is, okay, you have a system to, to text in pictures that attaches to a order. What happens when there's questions about the work order and the technician has to call up your dispatcher or has to text a dispatcher? How does that get attached? Or does, like, does it? Like, that's what I'm kind of curious. The conversations that go in between. Yeah, um, they, they, they were... They were of the uh, they were of the mindset there that um, when when a technician calls in or texts in um, that communication just gets you know double entried into their system. ah that's an inefficiency um, right there then yeah and, but that that's usually when I tried to introduce what we were doing and that, that there was I don't know if I explained it in. Mm-hmm poorly. Um, but it, it just did not seem to resonate as, Oh, that's yeah, that would be really useful. It was more, Oh no, it's not a big deal. Um, it was more, you've, you've created a solution to a problem nobody's having. Um, nobody said that, but that's the, well, no, I mean, I think you're the fee. This is how you find product market fit. I mean, that's the title of this episode, finding product market fit for chasms. And I mean, I think everybody that builds apps gets feedback of, we don't need what you're building. We don't need it. Now, yeah. uh, and here, so my question always is, um, do we listen to the, it's, dubi- it's kind of dubious if this was actually a Ford quote, but Ford, like, Ford always said, in theory, <laughs> um, if I asked my customer base what they wanted to drive, they would have said, give me a bigger horse or something like that. Like they, yeah. no one, the customer base yeah. couldn't picture the value of what you were building, of what he was building. It didn't make sense to them to have a mechanical horse. They were getting around on horses just fine. So in a way, right. the question I have is, do we have to, I mean, is there about, is there an uh, education point with the marketplace to say like, Hey, if you're a small business and you can't afford to fund your own app for communication with the field, um, what if you just allow text messaging to be part of your workflow? And because right yeah. now here's the, here's the other point. The five firms you talk to are not competitors of our product. They may not be adopters, but the system they have cannot be sold out to the marketplace. Oh, no, no, so for sure. At some point, they got to maintain that stuff and or somebody's got to. So they got to spend yeah. money on that one way or the other. And again, all almost every small business I know started accounting with spreadsheets and eventually they hired an accountant and that accountant said, you need to use QuickBooks. And so down the road, these companies will hire someone that's in charge of dispatch. And that person should say, whatever we, whatever we name this dang thing, 
you should use chasms for this because the system you've got is not maintainable. It's it's it was great. It worked a while, but I've been know a system that's better. That's that's kind of what I'm. That's the um, optimistic side of me thinking about how the that 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 that's optimistic. Yeah, especially some of some of these like some of the bigger ones who have been who this is a ten year yeah. process um, that they've invested. So they they're certainly not and and they've grown to. Uh, 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 probably as large as they feel they need to be. Um, and they're not seeing a, a need. But are we going after else. enterprise levels? So, no, and that's that's fine. And what, what I'm trying to... I mean, what you were saying is 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 valid but nobody's going to make a decision that that chasms was better now let, let's let's be clear chasms is not a competitor for what these people are doing it's a competitor for a component of what these yeah, people are doing yeah. or it is a complementary service um it is not a direct work order management system yeah. it is part of the work order management process um and maybe that's part of the issue too. But I, I've I've really liked your idea of maybe we just put a post together for product hunt, put it out in the wild, and see what reactions we get. And maybe we use the hive mind to find a market for us. Um, yeah, that's I mean that's another option we have. I mean. Um, the, the the rub of it all is I got a and as we've talked offline I, I'm looking for another landing spot career you know job wise yeah so whether I have the time to work on this to actually launch the dang thing um, is a question mark because if I take another you know if I get another gig then um, I have to focus on that more than anything else yeah but that's a solvable problem too. and if you're a listener out there that uh, wants to hire me this uh, this episode <laughs> is sponsored by randy's job search <laughs> uh yeah but but that's solvable as yeah. well um it, 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 in the end if i need to take over the the implementation and management for a while while you get your feet going that's fine um it's in a place where it works uh, it works with Slack, so the the there are additional features, additional things we need it to do. But we sort I, I that doesn't prevent us from releasing it to the wild and seeing what the wild says. Yeah, back. yeah. And we're not that far away. I mean, I have the view app set up. Um, I need to have I need to have yeah. a, a, a better process for invitations to get people signed into it i need to have a process I'm, well i'm i've got a process now that takes the images from twilio and copies them into google storage i need to have a system for tagging um for cater categorizing the messages and the text and the media that is sent in um so that's that's really it. So there's not a ton of work to do to get something launched. I would, we need to get a website 
to represent the product on a market level, but we're not that far away. Yeah. And one, one additional place I just thought of, um, is, uh, the, the actual Slack app marketplace. Um, I'm trying, I, I just went over there to see if there was anything similar to it. Um, There's gotta be somebody sending text messages in. Text enable your business number. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, for sure. There is. There is. So that's, that's very, the problem is you can't, you cannot take the inflow to Slack and really do much with the media that you get. Like, you don't the the bot can take requests in can yeah but it can't really allow you to like tag you can't go into a a picture you get and then do something with it that then sends something back to your bot yeah that's the limitation um now your your team gets images and they what right click and save it to a different folder. Oh, let's see. So the easy the actual easiest way to save an image because it's a pain in the yeah. neck. Um, you have to. So the long way is to you click on the image. It opens in a window. You right click on it. You copy the image URL. You go to a browser. You paste the URL. You open that. URL, you right click on the image, you save the image, you move that image to the right folder. Jesus. So <laughs> that's probably a 10 step process. The easier way to do it is to actually open Slack in the browser. And then it's a lot easier. Then it's right click on the image, save mm. its image. Um, but that requires using Slack in the browser. But that does eliminate, you know, seven steps. Yeah. So. So that's a that's a problem we have to solve as well. Well, we can't solve um, in Slack. We can in our app. We can do it easy. Right, but it, there, there's also we could send a command. We could it, we could also create a command within our app to to help manage that app. Uh, I'm sorry, the image help manage the. Image. So if you have an image sitting in your um, Slack channel, how are you going to do a command that has anything to do with that image? Yeah, you can't, can you? That's the that's the mm. the Slack limitation is that Slack doesn't let you interface with their platform like that. Like they let you give a slash command to trigger something, but they don't. From what I can tell, they don't let you do anything with the messages. I I think I think just and and we're we're spitball solution. Yeah. If we were to name each image and show, like, it just just uh, as an image comes in, slap a name on it um, and display that name next to the image, we could have a command that says, save image, and then the name of the image, and then some, uh, some destination. Um, that would allow some working of it. Yes, it's a little it's a little clunky um but that's a way to do it 
so you can do something called message actions. Actions work with tools like Zendesk, Asana, Jira. Yeah, there are actions we can do, but I, I think I looked into those and you can't do them on media. Oh, really? That's Yeah, uh, it would require a little more digging. To so I'm sure. gonna no, you can. Well, okay. I say I say that. It, so it's not media; it's an attachment. So there's right, 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 right. I couldn't remember the right term. Right. I mean, the the again, the bigger question is: Would your team switch from Slack to the app, the View app? Yeah, we we're not we're not tied to Slack all that heavily. Um, you commented the other day, "What are you doing in yeah. Teams if you have a Slack app?" Um, and we use Teams for the uh, for for video chat and for uh, and for uh, that sort of thing, just because it comes in our Office three sixty five subscription. Um, but anyway, it. it Yes, we, we would easily give up Slack, and I think giving up Slack is the right answer because putting it in the app allows mm -hmm. us to do a thousand more things. It, it, we're, not, we're not tied by, uh, by Slack's capabilities. But the, the, the so. flip side to it is how robust does the chat app have to be to not have like buyer's remorse when we when you tell your folks, hey, we're not using Slack anymore. Uh, I don't think it, it, it. I don't think it has to be all that robust at all. We don't use all the things in Slack on a regular basis. Um, again, Slack is. I could be wrong on this, but Slack serves a very tech-heavy community. Um, this is not a tech-heavy business. My mm -hmm. people are not tech-heavy people. Um, they use Slack cause I told them to use Slack. Um, for a while we use Google Hangouts and that has even less capability. So it's not like they're using any of the plugins or any of the, the real yeah. capabilities that Slack has. But it does seem like I'm looking at the Slack app directory. I think you can build an app that does have actions that if you install the app, so to speak in a channel, you can add actions. So I think it's very yeah. possible. But there, there's, if you do SMS, that could be chat through SMS directly, SMS communication for churches, forward alerts from your IT monitoring. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of these are not what we're doing, but there's probably three or four that at least yeah are in the neighborhood <laughs> okay here's the, here's the one that scares me yeah. the most paying subscribers to the telenor sms pro platform can set up rules forward incoming sms messages to their slack channel of choice this service is only available in swedish <laughs> it's like how did that show up in my <laughs> search that's weird anyway um, there's actually not that many. I kind of thought there would be more. There's hybrid chat, which is doing all sorts, which is that's closer to us. 
Facebook pages, yeah. website, convert leads. So there are yeah, Avocado. <laughs> That's yes. the one that looks the closest. Um, well, I guess they stole our, the name I was coming up with. I had no idea. Avochato. CRM for support teams. <laughs> yeah, this is very, this is, this is a comparable product. Their starting yeah. is 50 bucks a month. Holy cow. And that is, that's what I was just looking at was pricing. Let's see. One unique. Yeah, that's about what we were looking at, I think. So yeah, this is yeah, the Avocado. This is the comp- competing product. Yep. Avocado. Actually, I like their logo. But anyway, so yeah. Um, in your, f- I mean, I think the research you did is good research to have to know that attitude before you invest too much in one way or the other. I mean, it just, it's smart to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something we had to do. And, and I was Hmm. laid up last conference, so I wasn't able to do it as much as I wanted. Um, and really, it, the, the, the circumstance, either my mental state was there or the circumstance was just easier at this con, uh, this conference. Um, it was very easy to get in these discussions with these people. Um, now, it was, it was lucky that booze on either side of me had people who had, you know, technicians in the field. So it was very easy to strike up conversations that way. Um, but then also the very first vendor I talked to was one I was sitting at lunch with and that was he and the guy I was sitting next to was the guy who built their system yeah um so a he's biased but b b that was a good answer for for that as well um and I saw their system and it looks very uh very uh polished app.net-ish <laughs> oh. ish oh yeah 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 well, also, I mean, you do it in house, and you don't. You're, they never hire designers for that stuff. That's the yeah, yeah. So that that leads us. I think that that's good information. I we got to figure out what to do with it. Um, I think at this point, it's still a mental challenge that you're you're you don't want to let go yet. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't particularly want to let go yet. Um, well, some keep us interested. Here's a deal, but it. Priority-wise, it gets reshuffled at some point, I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's a learning vehicle more than anything else. Um, I mean, like, can we beat what Avocado is doing? You know, I don't know. They they probably have... They have a career page. <laughs> They've got a career. They've got a lot of people. So it's like, are we, who are, who is the market we're um, targeting? And are we the small side? Because I don't know any other ones. I'm sure there's another messaging system similar. But the, the bigger question is, um, you know, is this a worthwhile project? Will it get any customers at all? Do, can we price it lower because $50 a month 
is the entry level price for what Avocado is doing. Um, I mean, they have, an, they have a sales team. The overhead that this company has is massive. Well, what what does that what is the what does that tell you immediately? What what and there are two things that immediately alarm bells go off in my head. Well, they're up market. They're yeah. in, 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 they're at, I don't know what you mean by alarms, but yeah. What do you mean? What I mean is that's screaming to me that this is VC back. Oh yes, totally. <laughs> okay, that's number one. The number two reason I'm, I say that. 415 area code, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is VC backed. We're screwed. Um, oh, that that was so? initially the, 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 the number one reaction. Hold on. I always think VC means you have... <laughs> I, always, I always feel that VC means you have a chance because... <laughs> that person, that that company, has to meet some kind of um, unreasonable exit strategy. Oh sure, they raised five million. Oh sure. So yeah, they've <laughs> they got five that. million in funding. <laughs> I'm looking at their. Uh, Where's our five million in funding? I'm at TechCrunch. Um. Yeah. I feel like I've seen this dude before, Alex D. Simone. Like the, um, I always feel that if you go and find a firm and they don't have, they only have, like they are the competitor and they're VC backed and you're able to build a similar product without VC, I always have kind of thought like, Oh, you have a chance. Yeah, my, my reaction is is more we don't have the sales oh, team. Hell no. Yeah. Right. Um, we we don't have the network. Um, we're, we're, we're doing it very grassroots ish. So and, and we've got an entry into the grassroots um, area because I work within a, a potential grassroots area and I'm not seeing yeah. an entree. Um, so so that's why I say we're screwed. Because we can't outsell them, um, just because but we, we don't, don't have, have the sales team. So we don't nest. We don't have to because we don't have. We don't have to justify. <laughs> we don't have to dollars. Although, hey, if somebody wants me to justify five million dollars, just give me five million dollars, and I'll I'll work. If you raise, hard say, they raised two million in twenty fourteen, and they raised five million Series A in December. In oh, December. Gracious. So if you raise five million and you know startup funding better than I do, probably, how much does how much do the founders want you to make for them? Like fifty. Fifty. It's yeah. gotta be ten X. Yeah, you're looking at fifty minimum. Fifty would be a, you know, a so single. If we, so um, if we come out with chasms and rename it, what's a good tomato? So, so tomato versus avocado, because like tomato can, right? You talk communicate through a tomato can. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just, it'll be mango. Tomatoes mango, good. That's not bad. I was gonna say like mangoes, mango mangoes, smango, smangoes, and then the oh, S, God. the M, and the S are all so capital. avocado <laughs> versus 
Chamato? <laughs> no, no. So, well, if we name it this, we're not going to do crap in the marketplace. No one. But if I've... Uh, I, I'm, I'm, leading, I'm, I'm starting to like Smangos the more yeah. and more. So Smangos <laughs> versus Avocado, um, which, by the way, if you put Avocado on toast, it prevents your entire business from ever buying property, apparently. But if you, <laughs> like, they have to target 50 million. They have to go up market. They cannot deal yeah. with the small businesses. Yeah. Like they can, it'll be a part of it. But my bigger point is their overhead, their goal is at a certain level. And we don't have to make that money. Like, like I've never thought about raising VC for anything. Um, yeah. So I, I guess because my goals are low on, on lower on the revenue side, I'm not as worried I'm happier that they're going up market because in a way they're proving that there's a need for the tool. And then when people look for, when people look at competitors, they can go, Oh, what about this other one? We knew that we knew there was a need. We, we, we knew in our bones that the problem needed to be solved. We just can't find it. Now, why didn't you use Um, Avocado? Now what, (laughs) <laughs> or did you not use a nose there? <laughs> because yeah. I didn't find it. <laughs> now, one thing, one thing I gotta say: if if this this episode is sponsored by Randy's job search, Avocado is looking for a senior oh, full stack developer. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> but that salary in San Francisco—that's um, I don't know. That's gonna work. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not moving so. to San Francisco where the the rent for a two bedroom is double my house payment. I mean, it's insane. Um, yeah, like, actually, this funny thing is I fit that description of the tech they need perfectly. Oh, you do. You like, fit it really well. <laughs> exceptionally well. That's an, Okay, uh, this is the last episode. It was, it was sponsored by my job search. I just found a... I, I'm assigning myself a new job at Avocado. But no, like the, I, I guess I'm not as concerned about a competing product because that happens anywhere. I mean, if you launch a product and you, in this day and age, and you think yeah, that yeah, yeah, you yeah. can only go after complete holes in the market, um, yeah, you're, you're, I don't, I think you're fooling yourself. I agree with you. We're, we're going to have to find other revenue, other places to, um, sell this product too because you've met five people in your industry that say they are fine on their own otherwise they could check out avocado i mean what i would what i would ask you to do is as your as a business go in and see if avocado would help you yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dig in a bit and see what see what avocado can do for me. I'm not a big fan of avocados, but hey, really, that's okay. I'll take a look. I think they're great. Oh no, I don't like them. I mean, for, I'm a Florida boy too, so that's weird. That's yeah, that's really weird. I don't like I don't like mangoes either, and I'm a Florida boy, so I'm really weird. So you don't like that's, you don't that's, like that's mangoes or avocados. <laughs> that's the part of me that. Uh, 
that uh, I'm a Florida boy, but I was born in New Jersey and stayed there for six months. So it's that New Jersey, that little bit of New Jersey getting to me. So you're a soprano? <laughs> like you like Italian, is that, is that what you're saying? No, and yes, Vandemark is a very Italian name. I mean, you say Vandemark, you think pizza. Um, in New Jersey, any any name is associated with pizza. That's what I, I do know that. Uh, they have a lot of they have a lot right, of features. So on I think I think we're going off the totally. rails. <laughs> That's because our sponsor is Hire Randy. <laughs> <laughs> a sponsor and truly a search that has been all over the place in the last week. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, they, the feature set on this sucker is humongous. Yeah. Like they, uh, they have, I mean, that, it, look at, looking at this, this is, this is what we envision. Oh, I didn't, I didn't envision this much stuff. Yeah, but I did. That's that's just it. I'm seeing everything, and they're they're speaking to me like they read my mind. Like no one's reading emails, which is a hundred percent true. You texting is much more of a reach than email yeah. is. Um, I, they're, they're speaking right to me. Anyway, uh, so yes, I will I will look into Avocado, um, and see what. Uh, see how it fits for us, see if we'd be willing to pay $49 a month for it um, and go from there. All right. Sounds good. All right. Very good. Uh, We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to this old app. Show notes and previous episodes can be found on our website at www.thisoldapp.online. Reviews on Apple iTunes are always appreciated and help promote the show. For questions, comments, or things you would like to hear on future shows, please email us at hello at thisoldapp.online. Show music is Guns Blazing by Fab Claxton, licensed by Pond5. Voiceover work by MeganVoices.com. You'll hear from us soon.